Welcome to Soulfully Diffused, where we talk a little bit about life and love, mind, body, soul, and oils. This is Amy. And this is Ashley. Hello. Hi. Welcome to episode number six. We gotta figure it out this time. Yep. Don't (laughs) worry. We can count. (laughs) Um, So as promised, a follow-up from last week, one of the tips we gave you in terms of taking care of your immune system was to keep the stress managed. Yeah. Keep it down. So important. That reminds me of do have you watched the movie Neighbors? Neighbors? Yeah. I don't know. Or Bad Neighbors. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Bad Neighbors. Yes. And she goes over and she's like, "If you could just, you know, keep it down." <laughs> I actually just watched Bad Neighbors 2. So like, did I. The other day. So did I. Really? Like on Friday. <laughs> I can't remember which day I watched it. Or maybe so Saturday. Funny. I watched it on the weekend. It's so funny. And I actually watched it. Like I didn't play on my phone and watch <laughs> it. Like I actually watched it. Uh, it's funny. It's hilarious. This wow. is not a plug for the movie. It's not, but it's a, <laughs> it's a good one, guys, if you uh. enjoy that sort of thing. <laughs> anyway, so about the stress, keep it down. Keep it down. Keep it down. Yeah, that's what we're aiming for. <laughs> um, so we're going to give you lots of tips. I don't want, always want this to be just tips, though. So maybe, ooh, what's stressing you out right now? Maybe we, sh- oh, we could gosh. do some sharing. All right, we can do that. Okay. Well, you already know what's stressing me out right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but I'll share it with everyone else. Yeah, yeah. If you're my friend, you already know, too, but... <laughs> everyone um, here is a friend. <laughs> okay. If you're someone that I talk to outside of this podcast, then you already know. However, um, so as you all do know, um, I just recently finished my dietetic internship. Yeah, you did. Which was amazing and a huge stress reliever in itself. However, after that happened, my stress levels, unfortunately, went way up for other reasons. So I can't actually practice as a dietitian until I have my temporary license, temporary until I write my test, which is in November, whatever, that's fine. So I'm waiting on this temporary license. However, because I am already part of another professional organization, because I'm technically still a teacher, the college needs verification from the other college that I'm basically a good person. I don't know. I don't know. That I haven't done that something wrong. That you're an I, upstanding professional. Apparently. And, of course, these two colleges clearly do not interact on a regular basis because they both have completely different processes. And it's basically a big mess. Thankfully, I made some phone calls when I did and got it figured out because had I not, this would be extended even longer. But long, really long story, <laughs> kind of short, is that I'm still waiting for my license. I have a job that I'm supposed to be starting, but I can't work with patients until I have this license that I'm still waiting for, which I problem. don't really know when it's coming. So that is at the top of my list of stressors at the moment. What about I, you? I think that's a very <laughs> good stress, not a good stressor, but that's a good thing to be stressed about. Yeah. 
Um, it's unfortunate. Well, and I think it would be good, like, once we start going, we can talk about all the things that we're going to share with everybody and, like, how, like, you've utilized the tools to try to, like, help you from getting stuck. Yeah. Right? Getting stuck in that, like, low vibe place. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, I was stuck there for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm working my way out of it. (laughs) <laughs> Even though it is still stressing me out. It is still stressing <laughs> And that's, that's the thing, too. Like, we don't have to, like... I don't, I'm just not I, living in it. R- exactly. So you can... Um, I think Brene Brown says this, that you can uh, trudge through the swamp, but don't build a home there. Yeah. So it's okay to recognize that you have stress. It's just what do you do after the acknowledgement and the acceptance of the presence of the stress. Right. Um... And don't build a home there, because we don't need to live in a stress house. Yes. No, thank you. No, thanks. Um, so me, what's stressing me out? I feel like I'm on some good traction ground lately, so mm-hmm. I don't feel super stressed. But um, there is one thing that is stressing me out, which is starting to promote my, um, pre- my private practice. And more so just, like, the idea of having to... Like drive drive around and introduce myself and be legitimate and show people and doctors and you know like wellness clinics that they should send people to me. Yeah. So that's stressing me out a little bit because it means like stepping out of my comfort zone a bit. Like I like to network with who I like to network with. <laughs> uh, like the people that you already know. That's the people not I already know. Ex- exactly. <laughs> I like to just keep in contact with people I already know. Um, I, and I do like talking to new people, obviously, or else I could never do my job. I think it's just the idea of having to like prove, I don't know, prove something. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of stressing me out because, I mean, obviously my job depends on a good referral source. So that's something that's on my mind, but I am doing things about it. I had a really great supervision meeting about it today, and I think I'm going to nail it. Yeah, I think you'll be fine. (laughs) And you know nothing good comes from comfort zones. Nothing good comes from comfort zones. Well, I don't know. Like (laughs) My slippers are there. (laughs) My blankets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Some most of the time it's good to go outside your comfort yes. zone. <laughs> yes. yes. I would stress that to most people, just don't want to hear it myself. <laughs> right? Okay. So let's talk about stress. Alright. The first thing that I and this we didn't like overly talk about this episode just so we could kind of jam on it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I before we even start and you think like, oh, I'm stressed about this, I'm stressed about that, I want to remind you that you really need to take an active look at the things that you're carrying around. And whether and decide whether or not they're actually yours to be stressed about. Um, so this means things are that are out of your control. We tend mm. to take those on a lot, right? Like even just wait, you know, waiting for right. a third party to do yeah, something and that, for you. That was actually something that I was going to mention is that I've come to a point where I realized I've literally done everything that I can yes. do, and. The part of the issue is, is 
in my mind, I think, well, if I had known about this or if this email had said this or told me this, I could have had this dealt with a long time ago. But none of those things happened, and that's not my fault. Right. And, and you're here where you are. moving forward, I've done everything I can do. I've called every person I can call more than once. <laughs> um, I've tried to expedite the process. No one's willing to work with me on it in either direction. So at this point, there's literally nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got to the point where I was like, you know what? This is literally making me sick. But there's absolutely nothing I can do. Why am I letting something that I have zero control over make me feel this unwell? Literally, physically sick. Yes. So that was kind of a, when I was able to like sit down and really think about that. And then start working on some of the things that we'll talk about. Then I was able to keep trudging. Keep going through the swamp. Yeah, but I think, like, we're all guilty of it, right? Is, like, grabbing, you know, whatever shit we see around us and deciding that that should be ours to carry. Oh, you know, this is happening to this friend that I have. Oh, I'm so stressed out because what if that happened? Right? Like, we we take on so many things that aren't ours to carry. And a lot of, like, what you're speaking about and what most people, I think, tend to find is that stress is really about that loss of control, right? Or or not even having the control in the first place. So when we can't control the outcome of something, we yeah. get stressed because we imagine what it might be right. or what it isn't. Um, and so obviously that could take us down a whole rabbit hole of, <laughs> of what therapy is and, and having to let go of those control things. But um, just, just remembering that you don't have to take on the weight of the world and there's lots of ways that you can you know release those things back out into the the universe like a like freeing the doves free your stress (laughs) into the universe (laughs) so that's I just wanted to start there remember not to take on things that aren't for you to worry about definitely good advice right yes okay what else was helpful for you or is helpful for you, I um, should say. So one thing that I have found that has made a big difference is um, getting back into a more regular routine with exercise or physical activity. Um, and I think not even just with this, but all of the things we're going to talk about, you really just need to find what works for you. So we can give you some ideas and we can talk about what has worked for us, but you really need to try to find what works the best for you. So some of these things that have worked for me might not specifically work for you, but it may give you ideas on uh, things to try. So what I have found for me is just kind of building up a routine, having a plan, whether it's the night before, I know what I'm going to do the next day, or making my plan kind of a week at a time having some type of a plan in terms of what I'm going to accomplish that day or that week for exercise or for physical activity, um, that has helped me in being more physically active and also has helped to eliminate some of that stress because by exercising more, 
Uh, we, we release more of those um, endorphins in our body, um, and we also sleep better, which we're going to talk about that, but better sleep also helps to decrease stress as well. Yeah, it's actually like stressful and taxing on your system not to move and not to have a little bit of like physical, I, I don't want to say, I don't like saying exertion, I just want to say movement, but you, you need to move, you need to move purposefully and intentionally, and then it's also really taxing on your body not to have a proper sleep at night, um, that's just so many layers of harm happening there. Mm-hmm. So in terms of sleep, I mean, certainly creating like a nice bedtime ritual is one thing to do. I mean, I think Mason's got a way better bedtime ritual than I do, (laughs) Um, but I do try to do a couple of things each night. I like to um, use my oils before bed. I like to actually, when I put him to bed at 7, 7.30, I usually close the door and then I go straight into our room and I create some sort of sleep blend that I start then so that it's got about three hours of getting in the room um, and already kind of starting that process of like triggering sleep and restful quality sleep. Yeah, I definitely find having a good uh, sleep blend for the diffuser in our bedroom at night makes a big difference. Um, and that's something even more recently, like for myself and my husband, we both have noticed that that's been really helpful. Yeah. And I think like, you know, putting on your creams, doing like having a bath, if that's your thing, or maybe you like to shower at night or whatever it is, like Mm -hmm. rubbing your feet, doing some stretches. Some people like to meditate right before bed. If you do your gratitude journal, whatever it is, like create a routine for yourself that feels pleasurable and actually like lights you up a little bit. Um, and that also motivates you to like get into that space of being in rest. Yeah. And it's also really important to make sure that you're getting enough sleep and that you're getting good quality sleep. So, um, getting to bed at a decent hour. So if that means setting an alarm for yourself, whether it's at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, whatever it is, um, setting an alarm for yourself so that you know, oh, this alarm goes off. It's time for me to get into that routine, to start that routine, to start getting ready for bed, um, and kind of move into that, that next kind of process of your day. Um, Sometimes that can be helpful if you're someone who I'm just going to do one more thing. Cause sometimes I find I get like that. Well, I'm just going to do one more thing. I'm just going to do this thing and then I'll get ready for bed. And Mine's that like, one thing turns into another thing, turns into another thing. Or that one thing just takes way longer than yeah. I think it's going to, whatever it might be. Um, another thing is, uh, turning off technology, like within a half an hour, um, or an hour of going to bed. So you can kind of get yourself away from that. Um, sometimes it means not having your phone in your room, using an actual alarm clock. If, if you're someone that gets stuck in the rabbit hole and can't get out, mm-hmm. um, again, just finding the scroll hole, yeah, the scroll hole, finding <laughs> those things that work for you so that you get to bed at a good time. And so that you can get into, um, a more restful sleep as well. Yeah. That's good. Do mm-hmm. you use the bedtime feature on your clock on your iPhone? No. Oh, 
Well, hello, listeners. Here <laughs> we go. So when you open, if you guys have an iPhone, when you open the clock feature, um, you've got like your alarms, your stopwatch, all that stuff. And you also have bedtime. Um, so I actually will set mine based on the time that I want to be in bed. Typically, it's like 1030 um, 10 or 10.30, and what it does is about half an hour before you want to go to bed, it actually, you know the, um, go to sleep, Yeah. it does do, 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 oh. and then you get like a text and it says, hey, it's almost time for bed. Um, so that is a built-in thing right in your phone that you can use. Um, and then if I know I have to get up at a certain time the next day, and I know I want to aim for my eight hours, or I usually sit somewhere around like seven and a half, then I'll actually um, put my awake time at whatever time I want to get up. So say I want to get up at 6.30, in order to get my eight hours, I'd have to go to bed at 10.30. Well, you have to be asleep at 10.30. Sorry, yes. Sorry. I sleep at 10.30. Yeah. Um, so you can adjust it and like figure out you know, how, how much, sleep, how you much need. sleep you need. And, and everyone is a little bit different. Some yeah. of us need a little less than others. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's a cool, it's a great feature. And it plays me yeah. a beautiful melody to I wake me up. Existing. Wow. Well, happy to help. Um, there are things that you, like you can wear your Fitbit to bed or your Apple watch. I'm not into like having stuff on me at, at bedtime. I want sleep to just be like me, my pillow, my blankie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my teddy bear. No. I just I just don't want to, I don't want to have all the gadgets on me. But if you're someone that likes to track your sleep and the quality of your sleep, then have at it. Yeah. And sometimes it can be helpful if you um, maybe don't think or know necessarily if you're getting a good quality sleep. Mm-hmm. I know I went through a period where I was waking up in the morning after a good sleep after like a seven like or eight a hours, lengthy sleep. Yeah, a yeah. good length. After a good length of sleep and waking up feeling exhausted. Yeah. And I am not a person who regularly wakes up during my sleep, so it didn't really make sense to me. And then when I started wearing my Fitbit, I realized that I wasn't. You weren't very, actually. Yeah, I was very well. rarely um, in in the deep. REM. Like yeah, REM sleep. yeah, the REM sleep. Rarely, even in a seven or eight hour sleep. Um, and that's actually one thing that I found that oil started helping with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it then it made sense. That's why I'm waking up still feeling exhausted because my body was never getting to that point where it could actually rest and regenerate. You don't get up in the night to pee or anything? Never. Oh my gosh. That is awful. Do you wake up every night to pee? Mm, pretty much. That's, I definitely will tonight because I, I had to slam my water. At the if end of the I day. ever like once in a while, because if the dog wakes me up or um, if it's a really bad storm or something wakes up, wakes me up in the middle then of the night, then you'll go pee. No, oh I wake up in the morning gosh. and I'm exhausted. If I have, really? if I wake up in the middle of my sleep, I am exhausted the next day. Oh yeah, no, I, like I'll. It's such a like simple thing for me. I like I'm right. I chose the side that's closest to the bathroom. Like that is so weird. Does anybody else do this? Oh my gosh, so many people get up in the night to pee. Why? Because I have to. 
I wake up and I have to go pee. And then I sit there and I'm still like half asleep. I like get right back into bed. Your bladder wakes you up? Yep. That is the weirdest thing. <laughs> that is so weird to me. And that's so weird to me that you've never had to get up in the night to pee. Well, when I was pregnant. Yeah, no, that's always. Like, it's not, and I won't say, like, it's not every single night, but I would say, like, probably five out of seven. I feel so sorry for you. Yeah, I don't, I'm okay, though. Like, I, <laughs> I sleep really well. I can go back to sleep really easily. I'm adapted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's my problem, though, because I'm not used to that, so when I do get... When yeah, it probably the... hits your, like, irritable yeah. <laughs> senses, and you're like, fuck this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then, well, as you know, it's, hard, like, sometimes that's hard for me to get back to sleep. My yeah. husband's alarm Sleep's woke me up at four, 4 in the morning the other morning, and I was wide awake, which is weird because when he was working at his yeah. other job, he was waking up even earlier than that, and he never woke me up. So I don't know what the problem was, but that's anyways, funny. whatever it was, he wo- it woke me up. And I was wide awake at four in the morning. And then I sent Ashley a text at 5.30. And then I woke her up. And then I felt really bad. But at least I didn't text her at four when I woke up. Oh my gosh. You know what? To be quite honest, I think that would have been better. Because it would have been so early. Yeah. It wouldn't have even phased me. Right. Yeah, but 5.30, Steve had just gotten up. So I was kind of like I I start to be in my less sleepy time. Yeah. That was yesterday. And I was out cold. By 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah, you are a fussy sleep person. Because mm-hmm. I was like, like I woke up at 5.30. And today Mace got me up at, like he woke up at 6, which is too early for me still. He never wakes up. Because I was up late doing my website. I know. He was like, mommy, I need you. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Take me back to infancy when he just cried and I had, I had so many more boundaries. <laughs> As soon as he says, I need you, I'm all over that. Anyway, but I'm fine. I'll sleep when I need to. And I'll have a good sleep. And I feel bad for people who really struggle with sleep. So if you do, create routine. Use your oils. Put your technology down. I really do think having a routine is huge. Oh, yeah. Like, look at our children. Like, Mace knows, like, bath time, teeth brush, cozy new jammies, um, we do a story, we do a snuggle for five minutes, then we oils. listen to Scout, we've got the oils, like, yeah, he knows, and yeah. yet for yourself, you're like, okay, bedtime, good night, and sometimes yeah. you fall asleep with your makeup on, no, no, I don't take ever. that shit off, I, know, I don't either, but people do, take it off, take yes. off your makeup, wash your, wash face. your face, girl, wash your face, uh, wash your face, <laughs> put on proper pajamas, this is one I, I have I'm, to work like, on. Like, I am good for... I have to say I am good for a routine, and my husband dislikes it greatly because he you're, knows it takes me a while to get ready for bed. So when I tell him I'm going to bed, he usually watches TV or does whatever he's doing for, oh, like, another so half funny. hour because I go get ready for bed. But um, so much so that when I have, like, girls' nights or whatever with my cousins... Um, they die because we'll, we'll be like out having some drinks and whatever. And then we come back and I just, I wait for everyone to do their thing. Cause I know I take the longest. Yes. You did that in Toronto. Yeah. And You're like, I need that. I, I like do my routine and I floss my teeth, which they think is hilarious that after like a night of having drinks and whatever, that I still floss my teeth. I'm like, Oh, I, I still can't go to bed teeth. until I floss my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> All the dentists out there love you. Yes. That's so funny. 
So yeah, so sleep's important. Set your routine. Set your Find routine. something that works. And if you don't know how to, ask Amy. <laughs> I can help you out with that. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew um, you were such a pro? Okay, so getting back into routine was the other thing that you started to talk about. Um, well, no, that you pretty much talked about is just like planning it out. The And the note that I wanted to make on that, and this is something that came up in my session today, um, my supervision session, and I thought it was so great, was tapping into and asking yourself or like writing down a list of things that bring you pleasure. Oh, that's a nice idea. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe you're stressed and in the moment you can't do this. So what in the past has brought you pleasure or has brought you joy or comfort or happiness or whatever? Mm -hmm. Um, And starting to just have that list somewhere that you can refer to so that you can grab it you pick something and that's all you have to do you can just pick one thing to start on like when you're stressed it's really overwhelming to think about overhauling like okay now I need to I really need to eat better and I really should sleep better and oh I better wash my face and I need to start meditating and oh I should read that person like no pick a thing (laughs) just try to do one thing to get you back to like a better balanced space and Mm -hmm. then you can start to create more stuff like maybe exercise is the first thing that you do maybe just improving your sleep is the first thing that you do um having more sex like do things that actually like rev up your system and start to produce better hormones instead of that cortisol that is not helping our system at all yeah yeah, I think it's important to not try to do everything all at once, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> that is stressful. Don't make it more stressful on yourself. That defeats the purpose. No. So take a moment, <laughs> even, you know, when you're done the podcast, take a moment, write out a little, like, what brings me pleasure list, right? And maybe it's, like, really enjoying a good glass of wine or um, getting together with girlfriends or reading, like, mine is, like, oh, my gosh, I love to read a book. Mm-hmm. I well, that kind love of, it. that ties into the next thing that I wanted to talk about was just like prioritizing. So prioritizing those types of things, yeah. things that can help to calm your mind, bring you joy. So whether that's exercise or, um, doing Read, yoga or reading. meditating, reading, writing, mm-hmm. um, whatever those things are, make those things a priority. Yeah. So if you're like, us and you need to write it down in your planner do that but make sure it's a priority make it a non-negotiable in in your day or every other day or whatever it's going to be um that nothing else you will work everything else around that that needs to get done so schedule it in it's non-negotiable period well, and that's a, that's a good point. And one of the things that um, you just mentioned was meditating. And, like, I'll, I've said it before, and I'll probably have to say it a million more times, but, I, like, I preach meditation and the benefits, and you can read about them and on and on and on. I find it so hard to stick to a routine with meditation. Mm-hmm. But I started doing a, a daily practice following a guided one, Um and it's, you have to do it for 40 days, and it's about eight minutes, the meditation, which I was like, oh, that's really long <laughs> uh, for my poor little mind. But I'm on day 15 tomorrow, 
And it's the same thing, like, there's been a few days, particularly when we're busy running around as a family, where I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't get my meditation in, but the stakes are too high, because if you stop the 40 days, you have to start at day one again. So I'm not willing to lose my progress. Yeah. Yeah. And now I just want to prove that I can do it. So it was like, it doesn't matter. It needs to get done. Whether I'm, like, saying, hey guys, I need to go for 10 minutes and excuse myself, or... Yeah, like I've just, today I was like, okay, I know my afternoon's going to be busy. I know Amy's coming tonight and then I'm going to be tired before bed. So I'm not going to want to do it. So like as soon as I dropped off Mace at daycare, I came right back, put my headphones in, got my journal out, got my oils, got my, all my shit. And I did the thing. Perfect. Yeah. And it's done. And so, yeah, making it a priority and just hearing what you need like listening to your inner dialogue about what you need Mm -hmm. and also what you don't need and what you don't need so part of decreasing the stress is also learning to say no to things so whether it's sitting down and listening to yourself or whether it's writing things out figure out where you are overloaded what is causing you stress have you maybe said yes to something that something specific that's stressing you out um, and that is making you feel overwhelmed because a lot of times that can be what it is. We've said yes to too many things um, and that can create stress Mm -hmm. just just by over committing ourselves or um, committing ourselves to things that don't really um, connect or align with us, um, whatever the reason might be, but it's really important to learn to say no to things for sure I think you know and I think that's like a muscle you just need to learn to flex yeah um we become really good at saying yes and I will say I mean there's certainly people out there that need to practice saying yes more to do the pleasurable things that is also true (laughs) so you could be the Shonda Rhimes or you could be the (laughs) boundary keeper like Oprah like whatever whatever you need to (laughs) tap into um but yeah, I think just having boundaries yeah. allows you to prioritize and allows you to keep committed to the things that are important and let go of the things that aren't. Yeah, that, this, that's definitely something that I've had to work on just over the last few years because I was always someone who, no matter what it was, it came up, even the simplest things or the most time-consuming things, I would always say yes. Um, just... I wouldn't want to let people down, right? You want to be there for people. You want to help people out for whatever it is. Um, You don't want to miss out on things. Um, But I've started to realize that it's it's okay to miss something if I don't feel like, if I don't really feel like going Mm -hmm. or if I'm not feeling up to doing whatever. Um, If someone feels let down because of that, then that's okay. That's on them. That's their stress. Right. That's on them. (laughs) I need to do what's right for me in the moment. And that's something that I definitely have gotten better at. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like, I know I haven't read this book, but I get, I get the premise is the like magic art of tidying up or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And like asking yourself, you know, does this bring me joy? Does this bring me pleasure? Whatever. You can do the same thing when, you know, if someone asks you to go out for drinks on a Friday night and you're like, is this really going to bring me joy or would I rather be sitting in my sweatpants and drinking a cup of tea watching bad neighbors too (laughs) 
Did we talk about that in the, this podcast? Oh, yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Still oh. a good <laughs> touchstone. <laughs> Holy. Bring it down. Bring it. Keep it down. Keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> um, what was it talking about? Oh yeah, say say <laughs> say no, say no, say no. It's say okay. No. It's okay to say no, and that just comes with being more comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. So you can use um, your journal, like like I said, write it down. Ask yourself the question: like, will this enhance my day? Is this worth my time? Do I really want to commit to this? Um, and then I also feel like journaling is just good in general for all of the ways we can like recognize what's going on in our brain. Cause sometimes our body will show signs of stress, um, you know, through our skin or we'll get like pains, um, we'll feel really fatigued and it's important to sit and start to like pull some of that stuff out of your brain. Cause it starts to get kind of like, I always think of it like a ball of yarn. Mm-hmm. And so journaling, um, or writing things down allows you to kind of like pull that first string and start to unravel what it is. that's all like bun- got y'all bunched up. Mm-hmm. Right. So getting it down on paper, you can say like, okay, what am I blocked with? Like what's bringing me down? What don't I feel good about? What's making me feel stressed yeah because sometimes you could also think that you're stressed about x and it's actually y right yeah right so true that's i think that's a very important point um and then i think i know the last thing you're gonna say i'll just say while we're on this topic is maybe you actually do need to talk to somebody right so um if we've if we've done all the things, if we've exhausted all of these tips, all of our efforts, um, if we've got nowhere left to turn, (laughs) you're not alone. And there's lots of people that are willing to talk to you, whether it's your spouse or a good friend, um, your religious figurehead even, um, or going and actually seeking out professional help. Like, there is a way to start to unload some of this stuff and realize what is yours to keep and what is yours to let go of. Mm -hmm. Definitely helpful, I think. And it's kind of the same idea as writing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Unravel the school. Unraveling some of that. Yeah. Um, Instead of just, like, soaking in all of it on your own. Yeah, and a lot of people, like, are better at figuring things out being verbal right yeah. some people I like to write it out some people like to speak it right or we like to right like yeah it depends on the type of person Again, you are you got to figure out what works for you yeah for sure yeah so those are are those all our tips those are all our tips yeah. I think another good tip is like listening to this podcast very true very true yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how I do stress that's how I do stress too. I like like to listen to my own voice. <laughs> we we do. I think we've talked talk about it on here before that we listen to our own podcast. I have to listen to it back. Yeah, I think it also helps us to then do better in future yeah. and hear what works and what doesn't. Um, but if you would like to let us know what you think, then hop on over to iTunes, leave us a review, um, give us a little star rating maybe like a lot of star rating if you really enjoy the podcast um we'd love to know what things you do to help de-stress as well um this is a big one like this is 
up there as like one of the top plagues of our society in terms of health. And we think of it as a mental thing, but remember it's your whole body is feeling that it's going to show up in all sorts of different places. And so you need to pay attention. Absolutely. So the final thing that I wanted to say about stress is just to take a deep breath. We didn't, I know we already started talking about subscribing and stuff, but I forgot to say breathe. <laughs> just, We're a little backwards right just now. Just breathe, guys. If you're yeah. listening, do a, you know, do a three count in, three count out, or just take a good one right now with us, right? Just, uh, oh, that's just so nice. I love taking deep breaths. It's probably one of my favorite things. It is really nice. It's so nice. Okay, so take a deep breath, head over, do the rate, the review, uh, and do the subscribing. And we'll be back next time with some more riveting things. (laughs) Always riveting. (laughs) Always riveting. Um, And in the meantime, guys, don't forget to spend a little time connecting to your soul. Thanks. Bye.